Welcome to AHIC Talks, a podcast for the Arabian and African Hospitality Investment Conference, the annual gathering of the hospitality and investment community for the Middle East and African region. Tune in each week to hear our team at AHIC share insightful conversations with industry leaders and innovators in the hospitality and investment community. And now, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another AHIC Talk, uh, the Arabian and African Hospitality Investment Conference series. I'm here today with Youssef Shraibi, the Managing Director of Magis Pro, and we're going to be talking about project management uh, across the Middle East and Africa. Uh, Youssef, uh, welcome. Hello, Mathieu, and thank you for hosting me. Actually, um, Matthew, we started the company as Majest Pro about 10 years ago, but we rebranded it Majest Pro Africa the past, uh, uh, like three years ago. Okay. And uh, for the same reason that you're hosting all these conferences. So we are very uh, much eager to work on Africa and we have a, a big appetite for our continent and all the emerging opportunities in our continent. So, so we are Magis Pro Africa. Um, we are an international engineering consultant firm with proven competencies in uh, properties, uh, commercial building, hospitality, and, and leisure. So, so what we do is um, we shape new projects with a focus on um, mainly build quality, budget, mm-hmm. and time delivery. These are three important aspects. Uh, whenever we handle a project, so build quality, budget, and time delivery. Uh, we offer a comprehensive range of uh, project management and construction services. Um, we have a, a very good in-depth uh, knowledge of local regulations. What we, what we provide is mainly efficiency in the design stage. So very early before construction stage, we we, we, we focus on efficiency in the design in order to facilitate and uh, to avoid uh, uh, surprises during construction. Uh, we also uh, help our client uh, in making savings at every stage of the procurement. In Morocco, the construction sector is mainly adapted into the French way of construction, which is based on uh, uh, what we call assistance à maîtrise d'ouvrage ordonnancement, planification, coordination with scope for project management and construction management. The reason I'm telling you this is like uh, we have a lot of uh, clients from the Middle East actually who yeah. are used to the other PMCM way of um, doing business in their development. And uh, our skills here and our diverse portfolio and experience with the Middle East allow us to be able to talk to this client and adapt their needs and expectation in in the Moroccan market. So uh, our clients represent a mix of uh, both public and private sectors. uh, That includes federal agency, pension funds, uh, contractors, and and private uh, investors. In the past decade, we have uh, successfully built and um, and delivered more than uh, 5,000 luxury villas and apartments across uh, Morocco. Uh, multiple uh, commercial building for international blue ship clients like Orange, uh, Telecom, uh, uh, BCG, uh, the, the American leading uh, consulting firm, Bosch, to name a few, and uh, as well uh, about 15 hotels 
that we have um, delivered. Let's talk about that then. You know, outside of Morocco. So where where else are you? Have you got live projects? And you know, how has the past two years been for you in respect to them? We've been uh, carefully looking at Abidjan, Côte d'Ivoire in the past two years. Yeah. And uh, a couple of months ago, we were supposed, uh, you and me, to meet in Abidjan for the conference. But um, you were smart enough to, to, to convert it into an online platform that, that, uh, that was very successful. So basically, in, in, in the next 12 months, uh, we will deliver uh, two new hotels in Morocco and uh, and one uh, new hotel in Côte d'Ivoire in Abidjan, which is the Nome Hotel. And uh, this will add uh, a capacity of uh, approximately 700 new guest rooms into the Africa hospitality sector. So uh, as I told you, we have established a branch in Abidjan uh, where uh, Abidjan is a, an amazing um, city where you can... At the main, at the, in the meantime, uh, do good business and have a good quality of life. So it's a good mixture, Abidjan. Yeah. Uh, but moreover, in Morocco, we, we position ourselves uh, as, a, as a, a real investment and networking platform for, for investors. So, so we are able to, to, to sit and listen to, to clients, help them with their program, cost, regulatory, funding, uh, help them with the, the type of operator that could suit their need. We can even organize uh, and, uh, and uh, arrange club deals between uh, uh, investors, operators, and, and, and contractors as well, and landowners. Obviously, you referred back to us pivoting into a sort of digital world in the last year. You know, it's not our favoured way of meeting, and we're delighted that we're, we'll be meeting and bumping elbows or whatever we do these days. In a, in a week or two in Dubai. Um, how did how have you sort of pivoted what you know in the last two years or what's been the major uh, challenges that have presented themselves um, in the in the markets that you're playing in? Well 2020 uh, for sure was probably the hardest hit for uh, for our industry for the hospitality industry. Uh, we were lucky enough uh, we, we lost two projects uh, that will have been on hold uh, for during uh, summer 2020 yeah. uh, and later cancelled. Uh, but um, beside this, we, we were lucky and, 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 and proud to, to, to sign a couple of new projects actually from international investors. The, the funny thing is like up until today, so the, I'm talking to like this. We, we have spent more than 12 months working on this project now. Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't met the the client yet physically. <laughs> the 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 whole contract was signed uh, through Zoom and Google Meet, and and the, these three projects are on the design stage for the moment. So everything is arranged uh, weekly on Zoom. Yeah. And uh, but we have not met them physically. So they, they, the contract is signed, then they, they, they were transferred the, the, the fees um, to us and to the other consultant, but um, we haven't met them. So this That's is a, a very, very interesting stuff happening <laughs> in, the, in, in the world right now. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, this is a really good question, isn't it? Because, um, you know, do, are we going to expect 
more of that or do you see people just going back to the way that they used to do i imagine this would have been at least a dozen trips to see each other by now i love to i love i love to meet people myself uh, i'm having a, a, a an appointment next week and um, to pitch our our company and the methodology of work and the, 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 that prospective client asked me whether I wanted to do it through Teams or physically and of course I said uh, I'd love to come to it's in Rabat it's an hour yeah. drive from Casablanca uh, so I I prefer for the pitch always to meet face to face so because we we are able to 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 close the client and to, to sign the deal. Now in the construction business, during the design stage, I found it extremely reliable and efficient to do it uh, through, um, through the video conferencing uh, tools, uh, even more than physically because um, no, no one uh, can uh, bring any reason to, to not to be present. At the, at the comp call, while this was the case, when, when you invite about 10 consultants in a, in, in a weekly meeting, you always have two or three that cannot make it because of traffic or on. So the ratio of absence is extremely low uh, with uh, these tools. Uh, ourselves, we have invested um, in a new state-of-the-art video conference facilities with two-way inputs during the drawing. So basically, the our team and the client can both uh, use the pen to draw on the screen uh, whatever uh, uh, changes we want to make uh, into the drawing and this make it extremely efficient because uh, uh, at the end of the conference everyone has agreed and and we have a yeah. blueprint ready ready to move to the next stage yeah it is efficient it's efficient and yet you've got to get the balance right haven't you i think this is where what we're all learning uh, in this new technology sort of driven world that's been created in the last two years it's it's a fascinating sort of um future debate and um so um we well, we we even we even i'll tell you a funny a funny story sure. one of our clients has requested um, a 50 percent um, discount from one of the consultants because uh, they claim that you know there is no transport anymore there is no yeah. um, you know moving so just by zoom it's so that the, the client used this opportunity to to ask for a discount from his uh, consultant Did he, well, that, that, <laughs> yeah is that is a top tip for all you uh, you guys out there but i suppose that's the point isn't it you know digital conferences that we've been running in some ways are perceived as um less effective they're more efficient I think and understood to be more efficient uh, in some ways. And where does the value lie for everyone in that? Um, you know, I've, I've, it's, a, it's a really interesting debate and we'll see where these technologies take all of our industries forward in the future. I'm obviously just delighted we're getting back together and um, we have that break at least for a small while from the computer and, and see each other. Um, I suppose then, you know, as you, from your side of things now that we are looking towards a different future um where do you see the opportunities for you as an organization that not just geographically but where do you see them in developments new ways of working that sort of thing from our perspective um our client 
has still the same appetite in investing in hotels. Uh, you know, when this uh, pandemic happened mm. last year, uh, usually the life cycle of a construction site is two to three years. So uh, for the project that were already, uh, that had already started, and when the investor has spent more than 50% of the capex, there is no looking backward. Otherwise he loses his 50%. So uh, basically the, the big project have uh, continued. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, I the feeling I have is that uh, our clients uh, are still optimistic mm. that this is gonna end. They're all optimistic that by, by the end, uh, we open their hotels, the pandemic will be gone. Okay. So, yeah. So actually they look at it as a, a good timing for construction. And they are, they are all still optimistic by that by the time, like in the six to 12 months, uh, either we're gonna find an amazing vaccine or, 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 or medication. And, uh, and uh, the hotel will be opening, not functioning at uh, at 100% at all. That's not the expectation no. they have. And actually, that's another interesting thing because right now we are having an internal um, internal um, uh, like dispute between the, the 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 investor of the asset, the building, and the hotel operator. The hotel operators are not anymore in a hurry to open. Right. They, they, because they are on a contract management with revenue sharing, so they'd rather open the hotel when uh, the hotel will be full capacity. So while before the pandemic, we were uh, always working with a very stressful agenda and the like uh, with both pressure from the hotel investor and the hotel operator pressing for the construction to complete. What I noticed in the past uh, year is that the hotel operator was not any more. Um, uh, pushing for the, no. the opening of the, their hotel. So the, the, the owners and investors that you're talking to then for these projects, are they, is there general expectation that travel and uh, customers for their hotels are just going to revert back to old ways? There's going to be no lag to that? Mm, no, I'm not saying this. But actually, they are trapped. They have already invested. So yeah. it's easier to be optimistic than pessimistic. So I believe it's the, the investment are done. The construction is more than 50% uh, uh, completed. So uh, you cannot stop at this stage. You, I mean, okay. there's only one to, way, way to, to, to continue is to be optimistic. And, and um, probably, of course, um, with a better cost control and even about cost control actually actually the the investor have not been impacted so much the the it, it is more the contractor with um, the rise in steel price is steel is, is the essential material for for all the construction industry and covid was the biggest uh, cause of rise in the steel price so so the, the contractor have been impacted a lot mm. and uh, they could not um, report that impact on the investor because the, all the contracts were already signed at, at defined prices and costs. So, so basically, um, the contractors were hit, 
and the 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 the, the, the impact of of the pandemic was also uh, uh, felt for uh, many the property developers because the property developers that have already sold off plan uh, apartments or villa at set prices um, now that they are you know they 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 have uh, they have a, a, an agenda with the, with the time delivery for all the villa for the for the client that wants to move in so they cannot postpone construction and they have to use the same budget that were decided before with the same uh, selling price of their their villa so that that that, that impacted the, the property developer so this is how i see the the hotel developer were less impacted but uh, mainly the contractors but for residential and off-plan uh, property sell uh, the investor the, the property developer were were have felt the, the more impact so leading it leads us quite nicely on to um, your involvement in the Arabian and African investment forum coming up in a couple of weeks you're talking on a session um, looking at repositioning and rebranding um, and the title obviously looks at how do you minimize construction impact? and mitigate the cost to maximize the ROI. Um, so how did, so what are you expecting to talk about here? And how does, you know, we were talking about this just before we got online, how does this perhaps impact um, one of your big drivers, which is sustainable development? Well, first, I'm, 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 I'm very pleased to be back in Dubai and uh, moreover as a keynote speaker at your event. Uh, back in, the, in early 2000, 2002, 2003, I have worked a lot with the, the Dubai tourism um, authorities drafting policy for hotel development. Uh, I lived about five years in Dubai, working with the government in developing high-rise commercial tower in, in all the free zones. So uh, I know this market very well, and uh, I'm extremely pleased to, to be invited uh, to this event. And the, the topic I have chosen is uh, the hotel operator change, because I believe, uh, again, the, in the past five years, we have... Um, we have lived with this reality in in the project that we have uh, uh, developed uh, uh, to name a few uh, we're building uh, a hilton conrad uh, right now that for the first two years was a viceroy hotel yeah uh, the um, we're building a intercontinental that uh, previously was a marriott and before being a marriott it was a baccarat so these these changes uh, first of all, uh, increase the delay in construction, but also impact um, the, the capex for the hotel developer. Um, this is a reality that can happen. So what I would like to, to, to highlight during the, the, the roundtable uh, in two weeks in Dubai was uh, how, to, how to, from a, 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 an early stage, uh, uh, uses and select uh, the best program uh, for the construction in order to be uh, open to these changes. Uh, uh, we, we, we have um, in Majest Africa all the guidelines and specifications from the main hotel operators and five-star, four-star. So we know all the specifications where we're able to, to, to advise the developer at a very early stage 
uh, in the construction because today uh, there is no no one can guarantee that from construction the start from the start of construction up until the soft opening of the hotel uh, the opera operator will remain the same for different reasons sometimes it's just a mismatch between the investor and the operator sometimes it's a repositioning because of the market sometimes it can it, it the, the the developer will will remain with the same hotel group so uh, it's it's a very interesting mm. uh, um, subject with 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 the with the economic uh, impact that can be avoided. Well, I'm looking forward to the debate. And Yusuf, I think our time has run to an end. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, Yusuf, I, I guess final thing is to say I'll see you in a few weeks in Dubai. Hopefully, hopefully, good. hopefully. <laughs> Sounds very excited to, to 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 be joining you there. Are you already there? No, no, not quite. I leave in about oh, well, on the Saturday beforehand, but um, looking forward to it and uh, getting back to um, some semblance of normality. So th thanks for uh, all your support. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Looking forward. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to AHIC Talks, a podcast for the Arabian and African Hospitality Investment Conference. For a full transcript of this conversation, along with other reports and insights, visit ahic.com. We look forward to welcoming you and your colleagues live and in person at AHIC in Dubai from the 20th through 22nd of September, 2021. Register and purchase your pass today at ahic.com and save on the early bird rate. For any questions, email us at hello at ahic.com. Until next week, Stay safe and keep well.